Welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Today's story is going to be complex. I don't know how long I'm going to run this show for. Uh, there's a lot that's happened since we last, uh, you know, had a news flash into what's going on in the country and elsewhere. Uh, so Brittany Griner got traded for the Merchant of Death, and that dude's going to be over in Russia causing... Mayhem and chaos soon. Uh, Brittany Griner's back. Uh, but we did leave veterans over there. Uh, a couple of them, actually. So for some reason, we think it's logical to train, trade a horrible human being who can't follow the laws of another fucking country for the Merchant of Death, who's going to be running drugs and guns all over the world for the next foreseeable future. I mean, you don't think this guy has the the ability to get back in the top spot as drug runner? I mean, the dude brokered deals all over the world. His network, you know, is probably still there, still going to be there. His ability to get munitions and guns and talk to big wigs uh, from everywhere is second to none. He makes a delivery promise, he finds a way to do it, and he gets there. So, it's just chaos to me. <coughs> what else is going on? Well, in Australia, they just banned uh, smoking, so there goes that ability for everybody in Australia. And they're selling packs for crazy amounts anyway. So, I mean, I don't feel bad for Australians anymore. They have literally voted in their own fascism. Same with Canada. Canada's always, you know, crying about, oh, well, you know, like, you know, we're, we're just as free as America. We get to do what we want here. No, that's not true. Trudeau has you guys fucking wrapped around his little finger. And he's pretty much shut everybody up in opposition to him. Uh, just by pushing forward more fascist bullshit. Uh, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care what happens to anybody in Canada because he's fine. You know, he'll he'll be good. You guys don't care enough to, I don't know, go raise his house to the ground, which should happen to every politician in the United States. Uh, every lawmaker, every politician, they are going against the United States and its people. I mean, there's clearly class warfare going on between... The poor and the mega rich. The poor people are like, oh no, you know, just like the poor uh, rail railroad rail road workers wanting a fucking break can't happen. So they force at gunpoint railroad railroad workers to go back to work. And if you think it's not a gunpoint, they are getting arrested for not going to work. So it's. Dumb. What was further dumb is how we don't have bullet trains skyrocketing across the U.S. at mock chicken to different areas. And it's boggling. It's mind-boggling. We haven't advanced locomotive technology in our country in 100 years or longer. And it's stupid. We, we should have very advanced bullet trains, you know, carrying cargo and people. I mean, just imagine the ability to say, you know what, I'm not going to book a flight. I'm going to book a cheaper, let's say, train ride for 50 60 bucks, and still get to L.A. You know, I mean, will it be a little bit longer? Maybe. 
But if it's worth it, it's worth it. And I don't understand how we don't have that up and running. We we rely so heavily on our uh, on our airplanes to get everybody to and fro. And in tickets, especially if you buy them at the right time, can be cheap. But right now, I mean, there's the oil crisis being averted barely by dipping into reserves that are now down to 1986 levels for oil. And we're going to deplete them even further because we've decided to allow a president to fucking just willy-nilly dip into that shit whenever he wants to. It's supposed to put us through, you know, big, huge disasters, I don't know, maybe upcoming war, shit like that. We are supposed to use our reserves as the last holdout. That's what our mission for our oil should be. Because other countries are okay fucking throwing, you know, their oil under the bus. Saying, okay, cool. We'll just use this to run the, the, you know, run everyone. And then when your country no longer produces something that anyone wants, that country and those leaders and those pricks are going to go to fucking hell. Like Saudi Arabia. Like, they have no other major export than oil. You got big countries in the Middle East that have zero fucking export other than fucking oil. And when those are all depleted, and they're sitting there like, oh, we used to have all this money, and we treated you poorly, but now we are poor, and we want to. Yeah, that's not going to happen. America's going to go like, nah, go fuck yourself. And that's what's going to happen. And then they're going to be like, oh, no, America only wanted us for our oil. Yes, exactly. You guys want to get rid of your resources? You guys want to treat your people like shit? That's, it's, you know, go ahead and keep doing it. Russia, you guys will find out. Saudi Arabia, you guys will find out. Australia, you guys will find out. Canada, you guys will find out. The people are getting sick and tired in this modern age with huge advancements in technology to be living subpar lives. And we've got 2,000 billionaires in this country who are living the lapse of luxury and they don't fucking care about anyone else other than their fucking blue blood friends. And yeah, they need a fucking, they just need a pillow, guys. Most of those billion, billionaires, one pillow. Done. You're wiped, they're wiped off the map. In fact, boomers in general are literally the problem in the United States. Most elsewhere too, but you know, we'll, we'll just focus on the U.S. for a little bit. Boomers have single-handedly climbed up the rope to paradise and kicked the fucking ladder down so that they're the only ones benefiting from anything ever like we don't even have an opportunity in this country to buy a house it's just gone and then there's other people out here like oh no it's so easy to make money here like no explain that to literally millions upon millions upon millions of people who are broke as fuck trying to work fucking any job with multiple degrees I mean it's, it's crazy we have people who have Multiple degrees, search up the wazoo, living in a car. Like you went to you went to school to get all this education, can't even get a business loan because you're so swaddled in debt from just living life and fucking trying to make ends meet. We are the biggest consumers, you know, for any product. And what's going to happen, especially when these poorer countries start shipping shit, and we just can't buy it. There's just no way, like pretty soon, this is going to happen in the next year or two, where Americans are going to be like, you know, without something drastic happening, Americans are not going to be able to purchase a fucking thing. We just won't be. We'll just be able to get 
just enough food to live, just enough, you know, with with 40 or 50 roommates, you know, we we might be able to, maybe be able to survive, much less thrive. And then we're going to see the rich getting richer. Right now, I mean, every company, every company has had record profits literally over the course of the last five years. Record profits. Obscene amount of money. <coughs> and CEOs are getting paid fatter and fatter checks. Uh, you know, fatter and fatter salaries. You know, millions upon millions of dollars. Whereas the lowest person on the totem pole is making minimum wage. Ten bucks in some states. Fifteen in others. Just not a livable wage. Which is why people are working two and three jobs for companies that just shit on them. And, and what's what's happening is people are getting shit on by companies and the companies are like, what do we need to do? Like, okay, well, I got a solution for you. How about you get rid of bad leadership and actually pay people what they're fucking worth? You know, pay people what it is to be able to survive on one 40-hour week instead of pushing people to the brink working 80, 90, 100 hours a week and being able to never see their kids, being able to never go to a ball game, being able to never do shit for their family because they're doing nothing but slaving away for somebody else's fucking dream when those fucking and then those fucking rich cats are fucking just, you know, sitting there somewhere basking in the sun, fucking, you know, having the financial freedom to do whatever the fuck, whenever the fuck. And that's just obscene. And yeah, there are there always going to be rich, are there always going to be, you know, wealthy people? I guess. But it doesn't need to be so fucking lopsided to where you've got so many poor people that there's going to be a tipping point and it's going to happen. And it's going to happen so brutally for these rich that they're going to be caught off guard. They're not going to know what the fuck. You're not going to have a safe room. Like when, when millions upon millions upon millions of people are pissed off at you because you're hoarding all of the resources, all of the wealth all of this, that, and the other, and you want to be a dick? Okay, cool. Yeah, those people are going to come fucking tear your life apart, your your friends and family apart, limb by limb, and then they're going to come eat you. They're literally going to consume everything about you, and then they're going to fucking spit you out and shit you out the way you deserve. Because you don't have the fucking wherewithal to give struggling-ass people enough to even get by. And frankly, I don't know how some people are doing it. Now, I know how I'm doing it. Government help, uh, crime. Um, let's see how else I'm doing it. Just trying to do what I can to make you know ends meet. You know, asking family, talking to family members, closing ranks. Uh, you know, literally trying to find meaningful work that where I'm not gonna, you know, have an anxiety attack. Every time I clock in and fucking get that message from the boss at zero dark 30 when the sun's not even out. Saying, oh, by the way, oh, so-and-so called us. So you're going to have to work extra or you're going to have to cover their shit or you're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. You know, and that's just work and I get it. And I'll work, you know, 40 fucking hours. But don't expect me to do a goddamn thing over those 40 hours. And that's what leaders and, and managers don't understand why you're running people's dick into the dirt. And fucking you casually get to go home at a convenient hour. You casually get to do everything you want to do. And you're making 13, 14, 15, 20 grand, 30 grand, 100 grand. More than other fucking people that are like right below you. 
then yeah, people are going to be a fucking, you know, they're going to be oppositional, if that. Or they're going to be, you know what, hey, it's not worth it to take the stress of this fucking job over my mental health, and they are leaving. And they're leaving with no job prospects on the other side. They're leaving knowing full well that they're going to be impoverished, that they're going to live as much as they can on the government, and they know full well that they're, they'd rather take an L, not even look for work, and fucking and do crime, and stay with other people, and you know do other things versus working for shitty leadership. And then those companies are like, well, we can't recruit, blah 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 blah. Like, no, there's going to be a recruiting pool for you. But here's what Amazon's finding out from that recruiting pool, and that's what teachers are finding out right now too, that that recruiting pool is fucking small. It's small because there's a huge component of people that have just given up. I'm being reached out to by companies now that I applied for almost two years ago, thinking I'm like saying like, oh well, you know, uh, you know, sorry for getting a hold of you like two years later, but you know, we we found your resume and you know we we think it's great. We think you'd be great for us. And I'm like, no, no, I won't, because it took two years for you assholes to get around to me. So your guys' uh, pool of people that are applying for you must be dead, must be gone. So if you're telling me that 30,000 or 35,000 or 40,000, you know, X amount of years ago was good, it's not, it's not. You're not gonna get me for 40,000. You're gonna get me for 80 plus. If you don't like that, go shove it up your ass. I'll stay, I'll stay, I'll stay broke and not working for nobody. That's fine with me. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and keep living. I'll manage. But when it comes to, uh, the companies, no, you are not going to make a, you're not going to make it up and you're and eventually, and this is what's going to happen. They're going to go out of business and they fucking should. When, when businesses go out of business, it's purely because of leadership it has nothing to do with the employees, not a goddamn thing. So you got Walmart right now, bitching. Oh man, there's a lot of thieves and a lot of blah, 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 blah. So we need to stop last to fucking fuck everybody up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Are you going to be able to stop everybody? Are you guys going to be able to fucking arrest everybody? No. No, you won't. <clears throat> and you deserve everything that's happened to you because, one, you don't want to pay people a livable wage. You want people to live on the public dole while you get a shit on their everything. And then, I don't work for you. I don't work for Walmart or work for you know companies that are making me do self-checkout. Dude, if you want me to do self-checkout, cool. I'm not trained to do it. So if I miss something, that's on you. If it happens to be a PlayStation 5, fuck it. It's on you. It's on you guys, 100%. And I don't feel bad. No, I really don't feel bad for you because one, you're insured. Two, oh, we're experiencing not-so-record profits. Boo-hoo. We're going to have to raise you know, money on stuff. Go ahead and do that and further alienate your customer base. Because right now, the only people that go into Walmart are the poorest of the poor because they think that Walmart prices are reasonable when they're not. Walmart actually outstripes most everybody in fucking cost. You do a cost analysis, Walmart's not even close to the bottom. But people are like, you know, people are raised on that bourgeois, like, oh, man, I want to, you know, I shop at Target, I shop at, you know, Walmart, you know, I'm going to go to, but it's beneath them to go to Five and Below or fucking... Dollar General, but there are there are uh, good things that Five and Below is doing. I think that company's great. Now, are they paying people right a wage? No, they're not. They're paying two people to run a fucking store when there's seventy customers. Is that cool? No. 
Dollar General does the same thing where they're raking in billions and millions of profit, but they have one person running the whole goddamn store. And then you wonder why people walk out with items, or you wonder why people are fucking just tired of the shit. And they are. They're done. They're tired. They don't want it. They, they don't want the fucking, they don't want the fight anymore. That's why a lot of people are like, cool. You know, like, yeah. Oh, you're 20 minutes from the office. Can you get there? Nope. I work from home now. I've experienced that. I work from home. I save money doing it. I'm in a comfortable office environment where I can get be more productive than I was in a in an environment ever, ever in corporate America. Why would I trade that to spend money getting lunch, spend money for that I don't have just so I can get a job that's barely going to put me at just enough to feed my family? Why would I do that? Why? Why would anyone do that? And then, that's not even to mention the shitty managers, the wage theft, the, oh, well, you know, it's going to be straight time this weekend, even though it's going to be overtime for you, or, oh, man, you got overtime? Fuck, man, we're going to have to just dock, we're just going to have to just, you know, make those hours disappear, and you're just going to put in hours that are manageable for us, because we can't give overtime, we're not authorized. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, so you're saying, you know, mega companies don't do wage theft? Dude, to you. To you, there's a company that has three subsidiaries, four subsidiaries, I don't know how many they have. But to you is a mega fucking company that sells um, education. Essentially, they're in the education exploitment business. So what they do is they they tell people, okay, cool, like, you know, hey, we're going to give you an opportunity to go be a cybersecurity analyst. We're going to do all these things, which is great. You know, they do, you know, some people do need that training. Some people do need the... Uh, the courses with instructor-led and in-person or out of per, you know, online, whatever have you. But what they tell their employees is fucked up. Oh, man, you guys, you know, you guys need a, you know, we're going to need one person to stay after this or we're going to need multiple opportunities to take your, your wage. Oh, it's not straight time. Oh, well, holiday pay is on time and a half. Or, yeah, we want you to work overtime, but we don't want you to work that much overtime. But we want you to get all the, the, the business done for the, the company in those extra hours that you're working. Yeah, okay. And at the main and you also have to maintain a super high level of uh, you know, just metrics that okay, cool. You want people to maintain a specific amount of dials, amount of talk time, you know, things like that. And then once you put those metrics on people, then you get upset that people are actually having long conversations. Then you're getting upset that people are using ways to drag out conversations that normally wouldn't have to be drug out, but you're forcing their hand by having matrices that are absurd, and you're you're wanting them to hit every wicket all of the time. And, you know, it just got to the point where QA did not even exist practically. QA was just like, dude, there are so many people committing so many violations that we can't even have QA right now. And it was just insane. For two years during the pandemic, they were going ham and egg on everybody. You know, oh, you got to get 12 or 11 students per month. Do you know how obscene that is? Do you know how obscene their profits were? And then half of us weren't even allowed to get fucking overtime. And then the other half is... And then the, their favorite children are allowed as much overtime as they want to do exactly with what they want because they have been... Uh, they just are the favorites, you know, and then it's cronyism. Oh, well, we're, you know, we're going to, we're not going to hire the most qualified people as managers, but what we're going to do is we're going to sift through and find all the, 
you know, the friends of the managers that are current managers and, and those people that, you know, kiss our ass to a certain point, we're going to make them managers. And then those people become bad fucking managers because all they know is cronyism. So they find their favorite and then they curry favor with that person who is going to be the next in line for manager. That's what's happening. That doesn't happen just at 2U. No, that's Grand Canyon University. That was Argosy. Uh, that was Everest. Those two uh, conglomerates went down. But it's not just Argosy. I mean, you've got subsidiaries of that larger, you know, unit. And then you also see it at ASU, like Arizona State University. I mean, you're, you're going to see it everywhere in education where they want the most out of people, but they don't want to pay them anything above 40000 because that's way too much for what they think is in a very inconvenient position. But they also bank on that position. They also make 100%, well, not 100%, they make a huge percentage of their people going to school online. It's just unreal. It's just unreal how these companies can shit on everybody's dream while maximizing profits. And what people have to understand is they don't have to say yes. You can get a job offer and say, you know what? No, I'm not taking it. I'm not going to take this job. I want, you know, X more money. I want this, that, and the other. And then you got these rich fuckers who are like, well, just, you know, bring yourself up by the bootstraps. It's usually older white people saying this dumb shit or just older people in general. Boomers. This is what boomers will tell you. And this is what older Gen Xers will tell you. Well, in order for you to get the lifestyle you want, you have to suffer for 72 hours a week and pull yourself up by them bootstraps. And then a hot dog is going to happen for you. And then they're in their 50s and 60s, and they're still going to have to work for the rest of their lives. They're going to have to go back to Walmart and be a greeter, even though they fucking hate life. They're going to have so much going on, and they think they're going to get Social Security. Wait till Social Security, wait till the, our politicians take that away. Even though they get their shit for life. They get benefits for life. Medical for life. Shit for life. That is the most unreal, absurd shit in, I've ever heard in my life. That you work in a public office and you get for life benefits. For life money. For life. No. No, 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 no. As soon as you're done being a politician, you, go, you should go right back on the public dole. And earn the money that you can go fucking earn by yourself. You shouldn't have... You shouldn't be owed for life fucking anything. I don't care if you're a congressman. I don't even care if you're a former president. I don't give a fuck. You need to go back and make the public dole money and, go, and, and work on the millions upon billions that you extorted from fucking companies to curry favor while you were president or while you were congressman or while you were fucking, you know, whatever, senators, you know, any sort of statesman. It's unreal that you guys think that you know, like, the public doesn't see what you're doing insider trading Nancy Pelosi and husband. Or your husband's a faggot and he doesn't want to come out and mention that he's a faggot. I mean, he should just come out and admit, hey, I'm gay. I don't, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi is as close to a fucking dude as you can get without fucking the real thing. And just admit that. Just come out. Be like, listen, this is what it is. Instead of fucking being shitty human beings and then demonizing other people for being human beings. Stupid. But I'll tell you what's going to happen, and it's going to happen in brutal fucking fashion, because imagine the day where NASCAR is no longer a fucking thing because we did so much into our own oil that we don't even have enough to, to get the cars to go around. All those cars, all those racers, all those sponsors, all those everybody, what are they going to fucking do? They're going to get pissed. They're going to fucking come out of the trailer parks and all the fucking crazy places that they are, 
and fucking go after people that have that are preventing them from their fun, that are preventing them from what they like to enjoy in. That's what fucking happens. You know, and then you've got you've got assholes like Mike Rowe. This guy this guy is the biggest asshole you could ever fucking understand. Wonder why? Because he's telling people, Oh, just get out there and work. Just get out there and work. No, fuck you, Mike Rowe. Why don't you get your bitch ass out there and work? You don't work, motherfucker. All you do is tell other people to go work, and then you talk to other people that actually fucking work. You don't actually work, dude. All you do is talk to people about what the fuck they do. Your whole dirty jobs bullshit. Dude, you were a show. That's not working. You're not working. You're driving around and you're having a conversation with people. That's not work. You had a fucking syndicated show that was backing you, paying you a fat-ass salary. Dude, I don't even want to fucking hear it. When you tell millennials and Gen Z, oh, well, you have to conform and do what older millennials and fucking Gen X and boomers have done because we're not getting the same fucking outcome, you dumb piece of shit. I really don't care if Micro hears this. He'll never hear this. He'll probably never hear this. He'll probably never have a fucking comeback for it either because he's a dumb piece of shit. And then those other people, fucking Mike Sinecki or whatever the fuck that dude is, He's just this weird fucking hobgoblin for the GOP who thinks that, oh, well, you know, people are just, they're just lazy. You know, these millennials and these Gen Z. No, 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 we're not lazy. We're fucking smart. We're just not conforming. We're not doing what you think we should be doing. We're not going to go out there and bust our ass for shit that we have not seen dividends from, from the shit that we've already done. The fucking... The, the the miles in school that we've already gone, the the degrees that we already have, the the lifestyle that we're trying to lead working with companies who don't promote anyone for years. They, they just fucking don't because they find every which way to keep people at the bottom. Like, I don't understand how you could be at a company for three to five years, not have one advancement opportunity. That That's just impossible. That, that to me, should be an impossibility, especially when... You out you out educate most people that you're even competing against. Not only do you out educate them, but you're better at the job because you're in the top five percent of what you do, and you're still not saying, "Oh, well, you know, there's no opportunity right now for us to give you even a small raise." And people aren't even asking for much; they just want something that they can live with. So when two you did this to us, so two you when I was working for him, hey kids. Sorry about that. My kids came running in. But, yeah, I mean, we're we're going down the road of no return of this country. In fact, there's a couple of segments that are made to mainstream media. But people are going to start coming for the rich. And it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be a, a, a good experience for people. The rich, what will they'll do is they'll pay people to go to war for them. They'll pay the ignorant... Uh, right-wingers, the extremists, because that's what they want. They want somebody to fuel their, you know, fascism and their ideal, you know, scenario where only they are free and then they are the ones that have power. And then what's going to happen is they're going to murk these old oligarchs that have all the money and then they're going to take over. And then when they take over, it's going to be bad news bearers for the entire world because what will happen is... Just like the Democrats, just like the Republicans, they want a one-world government where they rule and have all the resources and the money. That's what they want. They really want just to live in existence where only they and their progeny will have the best of everything and everybody else gets shit on. 
Now, everybody else's dream is that, but what they're doing is they're stealing from the poor to get it. And the poor are going to stop giving them anything. The poor are going to stop. They're just going to stop doing anything for anyone for any reason. And we have a huge number of homeless, especially here in Arizona, where these people do nothing all day. They sleep. They get enough to get food. They get enough to get by. Some of them have shelter. Some of them don't. Um, and then people are mad, like, oh, well, you know, I bought this really swanky house, you know, and I paid uh, an arm and a leg for it, but I've got Joe, sleep, you know, Joe homeless dude sleeping on my corner. And then they're, then they're calling armed people to come deal with the Mesa police, Phoenix PD, Tappy PD, to... Uh, rouse these people at all hours, keep them constantly stressed out, constantly under uh, threat of arrest, constantly at the point of a gun. And then, what, what do you, well, I don't know what cops think is going to happen. They think, oh, well, these people are never going to try us. Oh, you know, they're never going to, they're never going to get mad enough to, to do anything. And then you, and then you fuckers wonder why, like, nobody cries when police get fucking killed. We don't. Nobody cries for that. We don't have time to cry for police. They're terrible ass human beings anyway. They're terrorists. They terrorize every community they're in. They serve no good. In fact, we're seeing Sheriff Troyer uh, lie on the stand along with fellow officers lying to support him on the stand in order for them to go after a black paper carrier who did nothing wrong at all. And they treated him like it was some sort of felony stop where they've got guns trained on him he, they forced him out of the vehicle, all for this one sheriff to not like the fact that a black man at 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, is delivering papers. And somehow, you know, he has to lie to get everybody there, tells everybody, oh, I'm under threat, he threatened me. Never happened, never took place. He's a lying piece of shit. And I hope he, I hope he goes to prison for 40 years. Now, speaking of prison... If you are released from prison, this is what happens in Louisiana for some fucking reason. In Louisiana, they don't care if your release date or time is a specific time or date. They will not release you. In fact, they will release you up to 90 plus days after your fucking release date. Wanna why? Because they fucking can. And they get just as much money fucking holding you there than they do in, in the cost analysis. But it's all, so double the money is coming out of the people's pockets. In the state of Louisiana. So all those rich football coaches, those are the guys that should be pissed. The rich football coaches, the rich fucking uh, NFL players, the Saints, and fucking everybody else like that that actually has money should be getting pissed because their officers are costing them money. So when they fucking pay taxes and they pay all these other things to these fucking uh, terrorists with badges, then... They fucking, then they're like double dipping and they're getting fucking, and then there's so many fucking state police who fucking register working hours and they don't do a fucking thing. It's just amazing. It, it happened in Montana. It's happened in Arizona. It's just unreal how much law enforcement takes from the people and give nothing back ever. And then they, and then they are wondering like, oh, well, you know, why don't people respect us? Why don't people respect Yada, yada, yada. Like, dude, people are done respecting uh, corporate terrorists who fucking only show up with a badge and gun to protect corporations and to protect... And then everybody else has civil rights, but fuck those civil rights because 
you know, cops get to do whatever they want in this day and age. Well, come to find out, you don't in many cases. You guys are losing lawsuits left and right because literally the dumbest people in society make up our police force. The dumbest people in society make up our police force. They can't fucking have anybody with intelligence there because it actually goes against their power structure and narrative. Everything is built to avoid accountability. Everything. They will never admit accountability for anything, which is why uh, it's just a common thread in any sort of political or any sort of government position that if you admit accountability or take on accountability for any action then you're perceived as weak and you're perceived as oh well you know it's just part of the business and they don't care because they're going to get away with it 99% of cops get away with murders they get away with all sorts of things they just murdered a kid here in Arizona none of the officers were in danger the kid wasn't being put under felony stop I mean there was just no opportunity for these officers to fuck it up, but they did. They killed them. They want to go ahead and just shoot them. They just want to shoot. They're they're trained to shoot. They're trained not to negotiate. They're just trained to shoot first and then ask questions later because, you know, heaven forbid they don't make it to their home, you know, or family. But then they expect us to be okay not making it to ours. Now, fuck that. I'm telling you, if you're at a protest or you're on the streets and you encounter law enforcement... You should, they, there should absolutely be an element of danger for those cops, and they should absolutely be shot dead for violating your rights. Absolutely. They're violating your rights? Yeah, okay, cool. You may get a lawsuit. You may file, you know, a complaint against it. You may do things. But nine times out of ten, they walk scot-free. Nothing happens to the cops. And there aren't enough lawyers on the planet to take up the amount of civil rights cases. And that's what you you just got to come to realize is that not every not every lawyer is your friend and not every lawyer knows what the fuck they're doing and then there's not even enough constitutional lawyers in each state to support the the amount of cases or caseload where cops wantonly and blatantly violate people's rights just because they have ego and they don't know how to detach ego from the badge. They just don't. Which is why they have the dumbest portion of America, people in that IQ range of 65 and 45, just wearing a badge and gun, driving around here fucking hurting people. Because it only helps the rich. It only helps the mega rich because they're not getting fucked with. They're not getting messed with. Just these punk ass. And then, and then we have judges and everybody else who dare, you dare pull me over, I'm going to get you fired. Blah, 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 blah. And then and they make good on their threat because they're higher up on the fucking... Uh, totem pole than the lowly deputy of the lowly fucking beat officer. So they end up getting people fired for enforcing the law on on everybody equally. But they can't have that. You can't have a, a statesman, a congressman, lawyer, anybody of that ilk get fucking pulled over. And then you got a fucking police chief recently. Oh, they're out there in a fucking driving around in a fucking golf cart at O Dark 30 in the morning. Fucking you know, not obeying any traffic signals or laws. They're like, oh, well, I showed my badge, so therefore I should get privileges. No, bitch. Uh, I'm glad that that officer did not bite on that bullshit. But he's very few. But he only has the IQ enough to say, okay, well, I'm going to get this one arrest, or I'm going to get this one ticket out to you, but I'm going to go back to that same department with that same-ass female chief and I'm going to lose my job because now they have a vendetta against me. And then, but with gypsy cops, they can go anywhere. I mean, the same fucking cop that, 
literally gave someone a shit sandwich is back on the job. Like, how can you literally give someone a feces sandwich and spread shit on the walls in the women's bathroom and still have your job as a cop? That I'll never understand. Or you got motherfuckers in prison and dying in droves, but it's not, it's, it's somehow not the facility or those officers' fault. How? How? When the, you're, you're in the state's custody, they have an obligation to keep you alive, motherfucker. Not just keep you alive, but keep you fucking healthy enough to stand trial and go through the full process. But what they're doing is they're just killing people, and they're like, oh, well, that sucks. They're not working for us, so we get to kill them. No, that's not how that works. And I hope one day that there's such a massive prison break, there's such a massive influx of prisoners coming out, that all those cops freak out, and then they fucking get fucked up and die. That they get fucking just mauled in the streets by people that they've wronged. And they and, and those and you think you, you can just retire your way out of everything? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a list of cops that are retired that have just done wrong to people, and I'm going to put a hit out on them. They should, it should be a million bucks a cop's head. That's right, a million bucks a cop's head that you should, or even not just a cop, a federal agent, congressman, million bucks. You should, it should be prize hunting. You get a million bucks for fucking taking out the corporate elite. Because guess what? I mean, when you take out the elites of everything, you can take their money. I mean, how are they going to prove that you didn't fucking originate that money? Or how are you going to prove, how are they going to prove that that money didn't come to you some other natural way? You had a guy who, you know, sold CDs and did all sorts of other stuff, packed, you know, millions into his house. The DEA raids the house, but they don't find anything. The DEA is a non-legit, it's not a legit group. It's not even a legitimate uh, facet of law, neither is the FBI, But they, because they don't do anything. They solve no problems. They help no one other than who's ever in the presidency at the time. And they fucking encourage uh, and they set up Foreign company or foreign dignitaries, they set up foreign countries to take the fall, and then they're then they're mad that oh well, Venezuela went to shit, Iran went to shit, all these all these fucking countries that were leaders in uh, technology, that were leaders in uh, universities and scholarship and things like that, they fucking turned all those beautiful countries inside out because they were mad at who was in charge there. How stupid is that? It's fucking dumb. We live. We live in a country full of fucking uh, the the most rich and powerful people in the world, but we treat everyone in the world like shit. And then we wonder why so many people hate Americans. It's like, yeah, they hate Americans because we throw absurdity in everybody else's face and then come down on them like they're the bad guys. Get the fuck out of here. The United States of America is a criminal organization. That honestly, yeah, if there is a coup, it should happen. By the people. And, and all of the politicians should, get, should be fucking beheaded. All of them. Donald Trump included, because he's a politician now. You want to be ranked and filed with them? You want to be a former president? Cool, you get your head cut off too, you fuck. Who treated everyone in his life like pieces of shit. So fuck that dude. He's never hired me. I've never had fucking money from that fucking pieces of shit. So why should I even fucking entertain his ass not being guillotined? Fuck that. The ones that get treated the worst out of every fucking scenario overall in the United States outside of just the bullshit that's happening in the work environment, men in particular, especially white straight men, 
are getting the shit into the stick no matter what. They can't turn to nobody. They have nobody to turn to. They have nobody to talk with other than their own rich, or not rich, but own white friends. And there are rich white people out there that are shitting on their own people. People get some money in and they fucking forget where they came from. They forget who they are. Uh, and, and I understand it in a political sense because once you're in office for, I don't know, 70 years, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, and nobody's ever opposed you in such a way or, you know, you have this imperious mindset that you're somehow uh, from the people. I, I have no idea how you think that when you haven't had uh, a $15 fucking paycheck or you never... Uh, you don't live back on the public dole. How the fuck can you say you're you're for the people when everything you vote against is against the people? It's stupid. But we do live in a time in this country where marijuana is legal in some states, in some places. So some people are able to get that psychological relief at the end of the day when they hit that nice weedsy. They fucking hit that blunt and they're like, okay, cool. I'm having a nice, calm evening. And then guess who comes to fuck it up? Women. Women in this country are terrorizing men at a rate that it's just unreal. It's, it's straight white men that are at the, again, the shit into the stick, and women are fucking doing everything they can to just shit on men. Like, a man can't win, a man can't win in this fucking country. There are women that are literally going on these podcasts and these talk shows and be like, oh man, my husband of 10 years and 15 years treated me like a princess, dude. I got everything I wanted, you know, I got kids. But I just got bored of him, and I want somebody. I want Tyrone for a while, and then. But I still want the luxury of the guy who provided for me. So I'm gonna get alimony from him. I'm gonna take the kids away from him. I'm gonna get child support from him. And meanwhile, this guy is broken, destroyed. Uh, everything that he thought was great and awesome in his world just fucking turned on him, and he can't even now even see his kids. And he has to jump through a million fucking hoops to get even a prospect of seeing his own children. That's what happens. Fucking women in this country are... Then they're getting mad. Women in this country are getting pissed because guys are like, okay, cool. You want to be a bitch? You want to be a fucking tough guy? Cool. Like, go ahead and do what we do. They don't. They want to hit a guy and not get hit back. They don't want to work in any industry that involves actual work. Like, any industry that involves anything other than them getting a check from somebody. That's why all these bitches are like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not. No, you're robbing your fucking former husband and you're going into bullshit like real estate, getting one sale a year thinking you're a real estater. <coughs> or you do nothing productive and you just, you just literally the most obtuse motherfucker on the planet getting help from everybody and you help nobody, not even your goddamn kids whom you won't watch. Because <clears throat> you'll take them over to grandma's and literally just dump your kids at grandma and grandpa's. Because you don't care. But you know what's funny about grandma and grandpa's that are Gen Xers? They don't play that shit. Because they did it to their grand they did it to their parents, but they fucking sure as shit will not let you do it to them. My parents are a good example of this. Or at least my stepmom. Or my mom and not stepmom, but uh my mom and stepdad. Though those two fucking assholes are just unfucking real. They they literally are the most unreal people. Like they fucking want you to visit. They want pictures. They want all these things. But they don't want to help you for shit. They want you to suffer. They want you to all just, you know, you'll get by, kid. Yeah, back when you bought your fucking property, it was worth two nickels, assholes. 
back whenever I try to buy a property, it's worth half a million in the ghetto of Arizona. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking hypocrites. You got all the help in the world. Like, my grandma and grandpa practically helped raise me, Stephen, and Andrew. <coughs> and my mom has the go to fucking just be like, oh, well, you know, that times are different. I'm like, no, bitch. You just got an extreme ass amount of help. And then you try to lie your way through it saying, oh, I didn't get much help. You lying piece of shit. You got so much fucking help by grandma and grandpa, it's unreal. So much. We would spend weeks, months, years with our grandparents. And then suddenly, oh, oh, they didn't help at all. Like, get the fuck out of here. My mom has literally been by herself or been able to make her own money for the past 20 fucking years. And she literally has helped very little. In fact, my twin brother paid her AOL bill for over a decade. Paid for like some other shit. I've paid her phone bill a couple times. I'm like, Mom, you make your own fucking money. You don't, you don't even feed my little brother Andrew, who had to go live with his stepdad, who's also a piece of shit. And then he ends up emancipating himself while in high school because... You two can't fucking get along enough. Meanwhile, she's still forced to pay child support to a meth addict. And it's like, oh, well, and, and that's somehow okay with the courts, too? I, I just don't get it. It's fucking stupid. The courts are stupid. The family law here <coughs> is unconstitutional as fuck. We should have a jury weighing in on every fucking decision instead of just one fucking magistrate or one so-called judge. They're not judges. They're not appointed by the people. And if they are, they're not going through the proper court procedure because they will deny people access to information that would free them from being in that situation in the first place. Because that doesn't work for their narrative. They gotta throw people in the fucking in the system. They've gotta have people working these services and paying these therapists and doing all these other fucking things that they normally wouldn't get paid doing, so they had to force people into those services. So I wanna start doing that. I wanna start forcing judges I want to start forcing cops into services. I want to start forcing fucking uh, politicians to go pick up dog shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they really need to start working for their money. And we're not, you know, and you know what's beyond understanding is, and it sounds a lot like rambling, but there's so much tethered, so much tethered to bad leadership, so much tethered to mismanagement of funds. Like, we have lost another four to eight billion at the Pentagon. And what it is, is it's a bunch of rich military people who hobnob, who hobnob, who fucking spend millions of fucking dollars hiring their buddies from within the ranks to shit on people, to shit on the United States of America. They don't do anything foreign. They don't, they don't worry about the foreign shit going on. They literally go after people in the United States because we're the only pool of people that apparently still have enough money somehow to to rob and it's just unfucking real i mean it starts with it, it all started with uh, fractional reserve banking which is what's going on and it's continuing to give the banks more and more power uh because that's the only thing they can do is give the banks more and more power so what's happening is these few, few people that run the banks schwab and all these other fucking pieces of shit are running the fucking uh running the world through the bank they're fucking just bankrolling uh, all these fucking nations and they decide who gets to go what, where, and when. 
Well, if you think that's going to happen to the United States of America without a fucking fist fight, those banks have fucking rude awakening company because those banksters in foreign countries, they're about to get their shit rocked. And so are the banksters that are here. They're about to get their shit rocked by people that are just tired, tired, tired of the bullshit, tired of fucking getting robbed constantly, tired of getting taxed everywhere. It's so funny, Luke, we don't impose taxes on the, the bottom something percent because blah, 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 blah. No, we still have state tax, we have income tax, we get taxed, we already get taxed on our money, but then we get taxed on our money again when we make purchases of any kind. There is a death tax that's imposed on us by companies because, yeah, not people get the benefit of that money, but motherfucking corporations who profit in the billions getting money from people who pass away while working for their company because, oh, we can't suffer such a loss. It's fucking bullshit. It's terrorism. Anyways, going back to a few points. Brittany Griner should have been traded for uh, absolutely nobody. And Sherry Ash should be there fucking being punished along with those other fucking veterans. But no, we have to fucking give up uh, one of our elite political prisoners for that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Moronic bullshit. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to David's Life and Observation. I know there's a lot to absorb here. I went in a lot of different directions. But, I mean, literally, I've given you a snapshot, just a brief inkling into what's going on in the United States. And that's just that's just the surface. That's not literally all of the bullshit that's going on. All the bullshit that's going on in Canada and Australia all the bullshit going on in fucking the UK and Scotland and all these other places that are like, they're just getting fed up. People are getting fed up. And then there's a statistic out there that says seven or eight million men that are out there that could potentially work are not working because they've just given up. Like, I'm one of them. I've been trying to find a job since fucking March. That's, that's you know, willing to pay me what I feel I'm worth. And they're just, they're not happening because they're able to hire people at extremely extremely lower wages but they're not able to keep them so I don't I don't know maybe companies will wake up and get a clue one day but you know just in case they don't fuck them you know they deserve everything bad that's going to happen to them